Hey, I'm Brock with Brock Entertainment, and this is the I Do IQ podcast, where each and every week we're going to be discussing the latest in wedding and event trends. And in the end, you will have the best wedding and event experience ever. This is the I Do IQ podcast. Let's begin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the I Do IQ podcast. I know, stranger danger. It's been quite a while. I am uh, your host, Brock, and here is Amanda over here. Amanda. Oh, she's not here. She's not here, so some bad news. Amanda's too busy for me. That's why we haven't uh, had an episode in a year. Yeah, it's been a year. We did the last episode, and let me look here. What's an episode called? I think a recap, maybe? Where have we been, actually? 2022 <laughs> recap. Well, where have we been? Part two, 2023 recap. We were like, yeah, we're going to do more episodes and blah, blah, blah. Well, she got busy, very busy with the Manor Reed weddings, you know, because she's awesome at what she does and everybody wants to use her. And I got very busy. But you know what? I'm like, I want to do the I Do IQ podcast. I want to talk weddings. I want to talk with vendors. I want to do this thing. And so I hit her up and she said, you know what, Brock? I want to do it too. I just don't have the time. So Amanda, we will miss you. So she did give me liberty to use whoever I want. And let me introduce my new co-host for today. Make some noise from Brittany Bloom, Weddings and Events. Is it? Is that right? Brittany Bloom, Events and Design. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Bloom, everybody. Yeah, hello. Yay. I'm, I'm excited to have you here. So Everybody listening doesn't know, I, I do a morning show each day, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. It's on Sam's Furniture Radio. You can download the app. You can listen at samsfurnitureradio.com. And I do a morning show. And you're my Friday guest. I am. So you've been doing this with me for almost a year. Just yeah. coming in every Friday, talking random stuff, not just weddings. We don't right. really talk weddings on the show. Nah. And I'm like, you know what? We got a good rapport. You're fun. You you got a good laugh. I do what I can. And uh, yeah, you just live down the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're more available. <laughs> Then Amanda is, who lives in Washington County. You live in Benton County, yeah. so much I'm closer. Like, I'm like 10 minutes away from you. So yeah, a lot bad. easier for you to get here, Yes, do it, and uh, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. And I'm glad to just continue this. So I over know, the last year, I to, to make a point to Amanda, I started a TikTok page for the I Do IQ podcast. Yes, you did. And I cut up clips of Amanda and I's videos from 2020, 2021, and we have over 12,000 followers now. So awesome. And thousands and thousands of views and likes and all that. And I said, Amanda, people want this. It still didn't work. That didn't work. That's so now, okay. Brittany, people want this. <laughs> They want to hear about weddings. They want yeah. to hear about the fun stories. They want to hear Crazy. from vendors. And yeah, so we're going to continue this. We're going to try to come out, you know, if not weekly, bi-weekly. And once the year kicks off, if anybody is busy, it's going to be me because I'm having a kid. I know. That's what's Another happened. One. That's what's happened this year. I, my wife is pregnant and I'm having a baby. Yay, Jan Ashton. January 2nd, if not before. Oh my goodness. Because this baby wants to come out. That's so exciting. We'll be laying in bed and... She's like, oh, he is kicking me in the spots. I don't want to be kicked. He's really low. And I'm like, well, 
He just wants to hang out with his dad. Yeah. You know? So having a kid and uh, it's been a great year. Let's do a recap. Okay. And then we I want to talk about you so yeah. people know who you are. So 2023, huge year. Oh, gosh, yes. Good year for you? Very good year. I yeah. thought 2022 was going to be the best year Brock Entertainment ever had. Yeah. Of course, everybody was coming out of their shells from the bad times is what they'll say. We don't use the C word. No, no, no. The bad times. And we're ready to party in 2022. Absolutely. And I'm like, wow. We will never do as many events or whatever as this year. And then 2023 happened and we've it's been crazy. demolished that. Yeah. Well, 2022 was insane for us. Absolutely nuts. 2023 is kind of coming back to like normal-ish numbers. But I have also think I've been a little more selective on how many I've taken. Oh, definitely. Because I was so burnt out after 2022. Well, you do so many events and you're just doubling up on weddings, which as a wedding yeah. planner it's is tough. tough. It's really tough because you have to have... Have people that you trust to like represent who you are and who right. you are as a brand and you know I had girls that have been with me for a while and have been through with me through like the bad times as you as we refer to it here but they have gotten older they've gotten married and they've moved so I'm, I'm having to train some new people and we've got an incredible crew now yeah you do that we're very excited about one of which just got engaged so hopefully she doesn't leave us <laughs> like oh, I'm but getting married now see ya no, but you know, you know, life life goes on and we're we're excited to see, you know, what 2024 holds. We've got a great lineup already. Engagement season hasn't even started yet. I know. So I'm I'm kind of scared we're about to go back to 2022 numbers. I got a contract right here sitting next to me from 2025. I have 3 on the books for 2025. 2025. Right now. I know, it's nuts. Well, I I appreciate that and anybody who is engaged or whatever it's getting married and you're looking for vendors. Yes. The sooner you book, the better. Absolutely. I, I I laugh when I get couples that email me and they're like, well, our wedding's not coming up for, you know, about six months, but we're just starting <laughs> starting to look. I'm like, uh, no, you, you need to book but like, like ASAP. In, in that like, but in that like same frame of like mind mindset. Yeah. Same frame of mind. Yeah. That. Of the set. Of yeah. The mindset. Of the set of the mind. <laughs> you know when you have a planner, just go with the flow as well for like booking. I, I know so it helps. Many, yeah. So many people are just like, oh my gosh, we need to get this, this and this and this and this right now. And I'm like, whoa, we've got like a year, maybe a little bit over. Let's hang on. Because but your I, wedding planner does know. Yeah, we do know. I promise. We, we're we not going to let you not have a vendor. <laughs> no. And the best vendors, yes. you know. Yes. You're not going to wait until the last minute. I mean, I'm not going to tell people, no, you can't use somebody, but I will, you know. Guys. Like, them in the right direction. I will guide them and be like, hey, these are our tried and true. We know that we've worked with these yes. people. They're the best in what they do. Not to say that there aren't new people. I know you want to use your Uncle Johnny, uh, who has some music equipment, to DJ your wedding because no, he's free. Family vendors. But just I will tell you what. Don't work. Not worth it. No, no. And even frienders are hard. We try to, you know, accommodate everybody, but yeah. your family doesn't want to work your wedding day. Your family wants to enjoy it. Unless that family is me. I, I, <laughs> I tell people I don't go to weddings unless I'm being paid to be there. Right. Absolutely. Or I'm DJing because I can't. Right. It drives me insane mm -hmm. to watch somebody else do. Yeah, but I've already told you from, see, from my vow renewal, you're not allowed to actually work. You have to just like chill. It, but if it's one of my guys at the event. Well, duh, we already Then that about is different. Yes. And then I'm just critiquing them. <laughs> like, hey, that was <laughs> good, bro. So but mean. you could do this a little bit better or you could do this. I mean... 
yeah. mean, I get it, but enjoy. It's just It's hard for me to enjoy stuff when, you know, you're you're the professional and that's what you do. I know. And you've been doing it for 20 years and it's like you go to an event and the DJ's there and you're like, "What are they playing?" I know. It's or tough. What? Like, Have they ever used a microphone? Really good friends are getting married next year and one of them's in New Orleans. So luckily I don't know too many New Orleans vendors, so I'm like not putting myself in it, but the other one's getting married in Denver and we've done a couple Colorado weddings and they're a little bit lost in the planning like everything and so I have find myself like helping them a bit along and I know that when I go I'm gonna be they don't they've already told me they don't want me working it like setting up or anything but it's it's gonna be really hard not to oh yeah for sure because you know I want everything to be perfect I know well Brock Entertainment does travel I did an event in uh in New Orleans this last year yeah Right out in front of the Superdome. That's right. It was a blast. It was a blast. I love New Orleans. I'm excited. Uh, You know what? I haven't done one in Denver this year. Not yet? No. Yeah. It's been a minute. I have one done. done. I've done a few in Denver before, but yeah. It's a really cool, it's a cool market. It's definitely a different vibe. Yeah. You know what? My, my, my family lives there, my cousins, and they didn't hire me to DJ their wedding. Rude. How did they? Would have actually shown up had they hired me. I didn't go to their weddings, but I would have shown up. But I would have. Had they hired me. Had they paid me. 2023, what else? Uh, Brock Entertainment, so many weddings. Mm -hmm. I think in October, I counted not just weddings, but events. We did 100 and I want to say 103 or 108. That's nuts. Just in October. Yeah. Which was the most we'd ever done. Lots of corporate events this year. Yeah. I've worked for P&G. I've done... You know, I still do stuff for WGU, which is Western Governors University. A lot of stuff for them. End of the year in Vegas. Yeah, lots of just corporate stuff. And I think it's going to pick up, though, too, with like everything that's been expanding here in the corporate like world. More and more of that is just going to keep showing up, I think, at like the NWA area. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots of events. Yeah. So. Hey, we do corporate, too, guys. It, Brittany <laughs> events and other things. And is other that what things? it's called? Brittany yeah. Bloom events and Brittany, other things. Brittany Bloom stuff and things. <laughs> So lots, it's been a, gr- a good year. Yeah, um, it has been. Holiday parties are just around the corner and more weddings and all this stuff. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good. So speaking of you, Brittany, yeah. tell us how long have you been in the industry? So I've been in this industry for about seven years now. And how'd you get your start? So my background's interior design. I have a bachelor's and master's in interior design. Yeah. I did that in like the corporate world for a while. High-end hospitality and residential. It was great. I loved doing that, but like I'm not a cubicle person. It's just I can't I can't just like sit and oh, be on the phone no. to the assistant of the assistant of whoever of Mary. I tried that too. Right? It just it didn't work. No. Nope. Um I was it's overworked. The ADD. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've yeah. <laughs> ADHD to the max. Um <laughs> diagnosed since age five. It's yeah, fine. what up? <laughs> Mine was just diagnosed two years ago, which oh, gosh. because I never went to a doctor to get diagnosed. <laughs> my kindergarten And my wife was like, You should probably go. My kindergarten you teacher diagnosed. Does. To me, <laughs> you do have ADD, Mrs. Garcia. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I was and when she said that, I go, years. huh? Huh? What was what? that? Squirrel? Laying in bed last night, totally <laughs> random story. I was talking to my wife, and I got distracted by someone on TV, and she's still talking. She's like, "Did you just hear what I said?" I said, and "You're like, nope." Oh, I thought the conversation was <laughs> over. <laughs> you 
we're still talking? Because I, I don't remember that. There are times where Eric will say something to me and it literally, like, I don't hear it. Like, I just I didn't hear don't it at all. She was it. sitting right next to me. Right. But then my hyper focus, and I think that's why I'm so good at my job, toot my own horn. It's true. Is because I can hyper focus on something that I love, which is weddings and events. Like, I really love people and I love being able to bring something to life. And so it's been a great outlet for my ADHD to really see it grow. Yeah. But Eric's the reason that I have this business in the first place because I was What just, a good husband. I know. I was miserable at my corporate job and we actually went to Italy uh, for two weeks. We came back one year and I was thinking of like every excuse not to go back to work. Like I just did not want to go. Right. And he looked at me and he goes, you've been talking about starting your own business for years. Just do it. Let's just do it. So two days later, I went in and I quit and I came home and he goes, well, I was hoping we would have a plan. What? But you like, just quit? I just quit. I put in my two weeks. Oh my, done. that's the one thing I tell anybody. Don't uh -huh. just quit without a plan. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I quit without a plan. Like I'm doing this. I'm done. Let's do it. And then within the first six months, I had my first six clients and it's oh, just wow. spiraled from there. You Gen X'd it though. I, I mean, you're like a Gen Xer. I just, and you know what? I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> just gonna well, quit. how are you gonna pay your rent? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna quit. But though. I, but like I, I hustled is what I did. I nannied instead to like be able to pay my health insurance and our mortgage and all of that. And I'm lucky enough that Eric has a great job and we were okay. You know, until yeah. here I am seven years later. And... There was a reason for it. Yes. Yes. When did you and I meet? Was it a charity event? I think so. Was it the charity event I think for it was that autistic? CC. Yeah, because Dale introduced us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Dale Benfield. Good so that would have been. That was 2000... when I first moved here. 2019? 19? Yeah. 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 Right. It was before. It was before COVID. Yeah. 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 At uh, the 8th Street menu, which I is no longer. I think you were like one of the first two vendors I met here. because That's probably good for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Dale was great. And he introduced me to you. We did the Celebrate CC. Uh -huh. And then, you know, the world ended for a couple of years. And yeah. I feel like we've just kept in touch and we've been friends. Done a lot of events. Yeah. Done a lot of events together. And here we are. You keep inviting me for dinner or to hang out and there's always you keep something. avoiding me. Well, it's like a weekend <laughs> that you don't work. It's like a weekend that you have five million I, I'm working and yeah. That's the problem with our industry isn't like there. there's no such thing as hanging out on weekends. No, no, no. You don't get weekends no. in this industry. So that, that brings me to this question. When you decided on weddings and events, yeah. why? <laughs> Why did you decide on that? I'm because good at it. I've done oh, there it. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I've done it in college, you know, for the sorority. I did it for all my friends. Because what you find out in this industry, and you have done it for seven years now, is there's a lot of people that jump in. Yeah. And like, yeah, I love this. Oh my I God, I this. my wedding and I know what I'm doing. Mm -mm -mm. And then you realize what all goes into it yep. and what you have to sacrifice yep. to be in this industry. And the main sacrifice is weekends. Yeah, you don't have a life. You don't have weekends. Especially in the fall, like my friends, my friends who aren't in the industry, it's it's hard on them because they'll be like, hey, let's go do this or let's go let's do go that. Let's go to a football game. Yeah, let's go, let's go to the pumpkin patch with the kids. Let's do this. Yeah. And I'm like, here is the one weekend that I have open. Um, I can go, I, do, I can do a Monday. Otherwise, I'll see can, you in I can do a months. Monday or a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm like, let's go out on like yeah. a Wednesday night. And like, they're like, no, we got jobs. <laughs> like, right. Well, so do 
why it's just different. Yeah, weekends. So when I got divorced Mm -hmm. several years ago and we were trying to figure out the custody, you know, most of the time you get your kids, you know, every other weekend. Right. I'm like, I can't can't do do that. that. And she knew that. And so we came to a compromise. You know, I I, I said, I can't have her Friday and Saturday. I won't see her, my daughter. So we moved it to, I get her Sunday and then Monday. So that's my weekend, Sunday and Monday. Okay. Which, you know, during the school year, it's not great because she has school. Right. But I but still get that summer, time. Nice. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be paying a sitter every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Or now my wife would watch her. Yeah. She doesn't, you know, just it's, want that. It's kind of crazy. Like, and so what's weird about mine and my husband's situation is he's a swim coach. So for him, he right. also works weekends and we have a son and it's... It's a weird situation, like, but we get our time with him during the week, right. which is going to be really weird when he actually goes to like. And then what are you going to do next year? I don't know. I'm kind of. We get all this time on our hands. I'm <laughs> kind of freaking out though because it's the time that I get with him now. Yeah. So that's why having a great team, as you know, in place gives you kind of that flexibility. It to does. have a little bit more family time, which thank it's goodness great. for we have such a great team. We've got Natalie and Chloe and the Olivias and uh, I love I love my girls. The the team that we both both have makes us successful. Yes. You know, and it's for anybody in the industry, the team that you surround yourself with are what drive your team and make you successful. Mm-hmm. So whenever you lose one of those those people, it's, it's like, like losing Ugh. a member. Well, it's also like losing a member of your family yeah. because you work so closely with them. And I mean, I'm sure you remember Addison. She was incredible. She got married last year and her husband got an insane job opportunity in Florida. And, and that, yeah, it's hard to pass up. It's, and they, they really couldn't. And like, they would have been stupid to pass it yeah. up. And it turns out she and I were in Vegas at the same time. Oh, you got to see her and I hang out with her? I didn't get to see her. I found out. I was like looking through what was it like Instagram or something. I was like, oh my gosh, she's like, I'm leaving tomorrow. But like her husband's boss is like a billionaire. So they were at this super exclusive mansion. Like it's insane. Like she's living her best life and I'm so proud of her. And she knows that if they ever come back here, we'd love to love to have her back. Oh yeah. I've I've lost some guys to moving as well. But fortunately, those guys are very loyal to the team and love DJing, yeah. that when I need them, they'll come back. That's amazing. For instance, Jason, who's I been on the team since Jason. the beginning, yeah. he lives in Houston. If I, well, he's coming back at the end of the year to do a New Year's Eve party You were for telling me. me about that, yeah. But he came back for two weekends, I believe, in October okay. to work. He did maybe he's hilarious. six events. He came back in May as well and did mm-hmm. like eight events in May. He did one of ours in May. And he's like, if you're willing to pay me, I'll come up. I love it. Yeah. And he has family up here, so that helps too. That does help. Then I have a guy that lives in Dallas that comes up. I think, so. it, yeah. I Steve. Think yes. Oh, Steve-o. But yeah, having the team that we have is is awesome. But being in the in this industry, you don't get weekends. I haven't had a weekend. And I mean, I've had weekends. But the funny thing is, when you have a weekend, it's a weekend that nobody can do stuff uh-huh. and that nothing's going on. Yeah. You're like, huh. Or you realize huh. all your friends are in the industry and they're working. Right. <laughs> Like I have this weekend off. Yeah. Nothing going on. Yeah. Like we have this <laughs> weekend. To do. We have this weekend off. And what do we have to do? We're going to Dallas because it's my niece's birthday. There you go. Like I yep. yeah. I never have even when Ashton's planning stuff, she's like, Hey, we're gonna have the party. I'm like, it better be a Sunday because yeah. I don't can't have do Saturdays. Yeah. I can't do Saturdays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll make it like you know my schedule. Yeah. I work these days. We can do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> that work for you. Sundays work perfect, but uh 
Yeah, a lot of people get into this industry and Not just realizing. don't realize. And that's why you see so many people. And then the next year, it goes down. They're, they're out. Yeah. Um, or they start families. And I, that too. And I get it's it. Hard. I totally get it. I it get it. So it happens a lot with DJs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very gung ho and they don't last like we have. There's only a handful of companies that have lasted over five years in this area. I feel like planners are DJing. in the same situation. You get these people. And I'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing, but you know they plan their wedding and then they decide, oh my gosh, I love this so much. Well, I can do this for anybody. I can do this. And some of them can, absolutely. Yeah. I think some of them underestimate what really goes into it. Uh, and, the, and the people they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Well, like, was I, did I act like that? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, do you want the real <laughs> did answer? I, did or? my family dream, dream yeah. like that? And then they want to start a family and they realize, oh shoot, like it's I'm tough. not going to be able to have, have that. You know, So time. many ladies that I know that I'd worked with wedding planners. A lot of them they last that three started years, families, maybe. they trying to continue. They're like, it's just too tough. I mm-hmm. want to spend time with my kid. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. So they semi-retire until maybe the kid grows up and they yeah. get back in the, in the business. Yeah. But I don't know if I could ever give this up though. Like, I don't know. I love Oh, I'm the same this. way. I'm about to have a kid. I know. And I'm like, babe, we <laughs> planned it around my work schedule. <laughs> you we did. It. Yeah. I wanted, I didn't want a January baby. Right. So that wasn't the plan, but January, February, March right. worked for me. Our, like our downtime. Yeah, yeah. It worked for me. I could make that work. I would have more time at home, not working where I could lean on my team more. Right. And it just so, so happened that it was January, but that would give me even more time. But yeah, plan around <laughs> when is not the busy season. Right. You know, yeah. like, can't, I mean, we're thinking babe, we about the same thing, though. Like, we want to have a, another. We, I mean, we have one kid right now, and we'd love to have another one. And whether that's through adoption, through the foster system, uh-huh. which you and I have talked about before, or you know, we're talking about maybe doing IVF. You know, we're gonna plan it around our my down season. <laughs> you have to, because that's when you make money. That's your job. Yeah. And when you work for yourself, as many people know who are listening, you don't get you know time off, like no. leave that's paid. No. <laughs> you just. Don't make money. Right. When you're not working, you're not bringing in a paycheck. And that's when the incredible team comes in handy. Comes in handy. (laughs) And it's great. Girls, I love you. (laughs) Right? When my daughter was born, her mom, her water broke as I was headed to a wedding. No. It was a Saturday. I was headed to Springdale. Oh my gosh. To a wedding at the Springdale Country Club. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to set up. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to hit up, and my team wasn't that deep back then. Oh, this no. is 2011. Okay. I'm going to hit up one of my guys. So I hit him up. He was in Branson. Can't make it. I don't know. Hit up another guy. He's a, he's out of town. And then I hit up a newer guy to the team. He's like, yeah, I can do it. So I talked to the mom when I was there setting up. I was like, hey, my wife is about to go into labor. I can't do this wedding. So the guy ended up DJing it for me and covering it. It went great. It was awesome. It, but of all things, the one day I have an event uh-huh. on a Saturday, she goes in labor, born the next morning at like 4 a.m. Oh, my gosh. daughter was on a Sunday. And I go, I could have DJed that wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. I could have DJed that wedding. Because Ollie, so for, you know, listeners, they don't know, my son's adopted uh-huh. and Ollie was born on a wedding day. Oh, and we we did not have the traditional like matched with somebody knowing that the baby was coming. Our situation was a little bit different and it was 5 a.m. on a Friday and we had a wedding or I had a wedding in I was living in Texas at the time 
And my husband calls me because he's at morning practice and he goes, the adoption agency keeps calling, like, answer your phone. I'm like, it's 5 a.m. I'm asleep. Turns out there was a baby born and they were interested in us as as the parents. We didn't fully know this yet, but I had to figure it out. I had to, I, I was like, it's a wedding day. And it was the one client that uh, was like, who the, had one? Looked, the one client that was like, hey, if you can't show up, what happens? And this was your wedding continues and you never know that I'm not there. Right. Exactly. No, but like this was before I had a team. My my oh. assistant was was my mother-in-law at this time. <laughs> That's fun. Like, this was like year two, I think, of me being in the industry. Were you living in Dallas at the time? Uh-huh, I okay. was. And so I called my mother-in-law and I was like, hey, here's the situation. I, I'll be back. Like, it'll yeah. be fine. So I went up there. I like put all the stuff out that needed to be out. And I she went up earlier. And then we're sitting there with the birth mother and this nurse walks in and starts asking some questions. And she goes, oh, no, everything goes through these two. They're the parents. That's how we found out we were parents. So we had oh, we had wow. nothing either. Like we had nothing no crib, ready, no, no bottle, nothing. You're like, uh, um, OK, I guess we're doing this. Yes. You know, we met the baby. We got something to eat. And I was like, OK, I got to get my bride down the aisle. Like it's the one thing I got to do. Yeah. At this point, I had texted them and like, hey, everything's fine. Everything's being set up. Here's the situation. But I got to the church and they're like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I have like, I just like it's that mentality of like you own your business. You have to make it. You have yeah. to make it happen. You're paying me. I'm not giving you a refund right right <laughs> you're uh i'm but getting your you're getting so your money's worth amazing yeah. and you know we all prayed together and you know congratulating each other and i got them down the aisle stopped over at the reception to make sure everything like my mother-in-law had everything and then went back to the hospital and i was at the hospital for two days oh wow um, and then we got to bring them home which was just in itself like a crazy situation but but you got the job done i got it done oh and every almost every year for like actually still even now they send me a text around the time of the wedding just like hey we're thinking of you like because it was such an you know an incredible experience and i'll never forget that couple ever and the mom i remember the next year called me and just like hey just thinking of you wanted to you know say thank you again for everything but like it's such an incredible. Well, that's all, well. Yeah, it's that work mentality in this industry. We don't get to not show up. No, no and no, I no. tell new guys when they're joining the team, this isn't a job that you can call in day of, no, or even week of, no, or even month of. <laughs> you don't just get to call in, no, because you can't. there's not a backup. No, I mean Usually. I can I can figure it out, but there's not a backup. You're doing this wedding. You don't get a do over. You can't reschedule. No. None of that. It's a one and done type of thing, yeah. which can stress some people out. Oh, absolutely. It gives me energy. It's like, all right, let's go. I'm great under pressure. Like some people are like, oh my gosh, that anxiety, da, 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 da. I could never do it. And I'm like, I feel like that's when I thrive. Even this past weekend, you know, my son had been sick for 10 days and he had gotten really sick while I was in Vegas. And we had a wedding on Saturday in Little Rock. And uh-huh. I'd only been home for a day after Vegas, went back out to Little Rock, set everything up. Chloe was with me, my right hand girl. And, you know, I knew Ollie wasn't doing well and everything was good to go. I got them down the aisle, all this stuff. And I was just like, you know what? Like I did what I need to do, but now I'm going to go home and take care of my family too. But like, I knew that Chloe had it. Right. But I also knew that my team of vendors was solid. Super solid. 
solid. And I didn't need to worry about anything. So with the couple's blessing, I, you know, explained the situation. And I was like, and they were like, oh my gosh, they were so sweet. They were like, please, 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 like go take care of him. Like, thank you for everything. I like uh, good clients like that. I've had yeah. not so good clients. Yeah, there are well. some that are not so great. But like, also I had done my job. I had gotten them down the aisle. Everything had been set up hours previously. We had gotten through all the important stuff, which was good. Um, now it was just time for them to party. So. Speaking of not so good clients, I don't oh, even remember their names. This was years them. ago. But during my divorce and after, like right after my life had just gone crazy, mm -hmm. I did a wedding and the couple had hired me to DJ, but also to sing at their ceremony, Okay, which I didn't know the couple. I was going to say, did they know that you could like sing? The wedding planner told them. <laughs> oh. And I had to sing a country song, mm. which is not my favorite. I think it was Wanted by Hunter. Hunter something. Yeah. Hunter, that is that was, Hunter Hayes? Hunter Hayes, which ironically, the name Hunter, I hated that name <laughs> for reasons I won't even get into that Got had it. to do with my situation. Got it. Not, not. Having to DJ a wedding at that point in my life, That's weddings, blah, yeah. at that point, and having to sing at a wedding, every time I try to sing, I'd start crying because of what was going on. And so I'd let the wedding planner know, hey, I might not be able to sing this. I'll just play it. She's like, well, the couple really wants you to sing it. I said, here's the deal. My life is falling apart. My marriage is falling apart. And I don't know that I can do it without crying. What do you think her response was? Do it anyway. Well, the couple really wants you to sing it. Yeah. You know, they really are excited about you singing it. And I'm like, will this make or break their wedding? No. <laughs> Do their guests even know I'm going to sing it? No. no. Do people normally sing at weddings anymore? No. Mm. Guess what? I sang it and I killed it. Yeah, you did. I didn't cry. All right. I sucked it up. I did my job. I did it. Didn't love it. But I did it. It was great. And then it was done. Yeah. And I pushed all those feelings down. I feel like. Down inside. Down inside. Deep, deep down. Deep, deep down I feel inside. Like people don't realize the amount. And I know that like we're not saving lives by any means. But I think sometimes people forget that we are people too and human. Yes. And just because it's like the best like I don't I don't know how to say this without sounding so terrible like yes we want this to be the best day of your life we want everything to go well but we are human and we have emotions right too and so you know we've all had those clients that have just been awful like there is a mom I won't say when or whatever <laughs> but there was a mom at a wedding that we did that made every single one of our vendors cry including me but and and, and as that client knowing that you're doing this don't you step back and and think whoa I'm well here's the thing at that wedding the why? couple was so happy like they to this day still are like oh my gosh it was amazing everything's yeah. great but the mom was just determined to be uh, mean to everybody i don't get it and i mean this was a high-end wedding it's usually the moms moms if you're listening don't don't just, just don't step aside it was a high-end wedding, but like I had heard from another vendor that this mom had made her own daughter cry Does it make at a meeting. Sense? Like it was like a whole thing. So it just it happens, unfortunately. Yeah. And but we are human too, that. guys. Just because we that. don't have a normal nine to five doesn't mean that it's not our job. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I had a mom one time DJing a wedding and we're already in way into dancing having a yeah. blast and the mom's friend came up and requested a song and i'm like oh, i'll try to get that on but we're kind of past that yeah you know era of music but i'll try to work it in it's a crappy request uh -oh. but i couldn't tell her it was a crappy request you know no of course not and so we're going on the bride's out there with her friends just having a ball and then the i see the mom talking to her friend again 
the friend comes over. The mom wants to hear this song. She's paying you. You got to play that song. I, look, I uh, smile. They go, actually, mom already paid me. So I'm paid in full. And I said, I'm not worried about mom. I said, to be honest, Mm-mm. I'm worried about that girl right there in the white. You see her? She's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I go, see that smile on her face? It's all I care about tonight. Yep. I go, this wedding is for her. Yep. And I go, she didn't want to hear that song. She wants to hear this song. I'm playing what the bride wants to hear, not what Absolutely. the mom wants to hear. Absolutely. And she's like, ugh. I go, so if you either you guys want to get on board and have fun with that bride out there, or you just want to stand over here and be mad at me for not playing the song that you want to hear. I go, the bride specifically said she wants to hear these songs that I'm playing. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And this is her day. I don't care if the mom remembers it as a crappy day. It's not her day it's to not remember. Her day. It's that girl right there. Yeah. Like, oh. And then that was that. I'm like, I'm not gonna I'll cater to a certain extent, but if it comes in between the bride having fun and you know, yeah. the groom? No. Nope. It's never. not your wedding. It's their wedding. Well, so. and ever since that bad experience that I had, and that was like one of the only like truly bad experiences that I've yeah. ever had with a client or well, mother of a client. You know, we've added in things into our contract to protect ourselves now. And same. Thank you, abuse clause. That same. we can walk out if we have to. But yeah. then I now make it a point of like, okay, who's the decision maker in this? That's who's signing my contract. That's who I'm working with. Like, yeah. I, I don't mind, you know. Well, I don't. I, I'd rather. Like, so and so and so and so, but like I need to know who is the person I am making happy. Yeah, that is what I care about. I don't love when I have to go through a parent. Oh, me either. Because they're not the ones that are picking the music. They don't have anything to do with it. I right. want to talk to the bride and groom. Well, also sometimes if you're just dealing with the parent, you realize that it's not the couple that wants this wedding. Right. Yeah. It's the parent. Yeah. And I'm sure hard. we're going to get into all that in many episodes to I'm come. Sure. Question: What do you love most about the wedding business? The relationships, 100% the relationships, not just between like vendors, because yes, I have some incredible friends that I've made through this, but I have made some lifelong enemies. That too. (laughs) That too. No, I'm kidding. But I've had, seriously, I've made some lifelong friends through these couples. You know, my husband and I are about to celebrate our 10 year wedding anniversary. We're having a vow renewal, as you know. And one of our couples from this past year is coming back in town. Oh, that's great. Because we've gotten so close with them. People that keep in keep in contact, let me know that they're having babies. Or during COVID, I had several people, past couples, come back to me and just be like, hey, we wanted to see if you were doing okay. I can't imagine what this is doing to your industry. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. I, it's like, and just like knowing that people like truly care and that you've made that some like impact just because of one day in their life. It's a, it's a cool thing to be a part of. Oh, yeah. I just DJ'd the third daughter of a family. Oh my gosh. Like the third daughter. So, you know, photographers see it more, but those repeat clients, once you're in, you're part of their family. Yep. You know, Miles Whit Boyer is one of the best examples. Yeah. Like once he shoots pictures of you in any part of life, you end up using him for everything that you do. Yep. Whether it's, you know, a bar mitzvah, a wedding, (laughs) uh, a birthday party, a family. So every other year when all my family's in town, I hit up Miles, who just happens to be one of my best friends. I'm like, hey, I know it's Christmas Eve, but the whole family (laughs) is dressed up. And do you have... 10 minutes Can you just to just pop shoot, on, pop on over, shoot pictures. Of, he's like, dude, Done. yeah, yeah, we're just finishing dinner. <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> like, he makes it happen, and I, I love him for that. But he's one of the family, yeah. Like, my parents call him son, he calls oh, my parents mom that. and dad, that type of thing. And I think that's what you know, just him in particular, he's like that with everybody, like. 
you feel like he's a part of it. He's like, yeah, I did their wedding over in Italy. I did their their anniversary in New York and this and that. Yeah. But I'm the same way. <laughs> Sad to say how old I am. You DJed my six, sweet 16 and now you're DJing my, my wedding, wedding and this and that. I'm, I'm like, no way. Stop. Just quit. Hey, I used to know. used to come to my school in junior high and do our events. I'm like, yeah. shut up. I'm not that old. I'm not that old yet. Leave me alone. I still got a few years before. But yeah, that's, that's one of the best parts of the industry is continuing to be a part of these people's biggest moments of life. Yes. And see the smile on their faces. Absolutely. Like, I love seeing the smile and getting the hugs and being like, oh my gosh. The hugs at the end of the night are the best. You remember that event you did for us 10 years ago? People still talk about that. Yeah. Like, that's what it's all about. Yeah. All right. I still get that. Yeah. Here's another question for you. We ask every guest this Should you still do a bouquet garter and go? What are your thoughts? Absolutely not. And why? I think it's... (laughs) It's uh, dated. It's a little dated. Very. If you really think about it, like... It's just awkward so to awkward. do that. And also you're calling out all of your single friends. Hey, where's all my losers at? Right. Where's all my losers? Put your hands up, losers. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what we've seen, because I've seen it, it's like less and less, thank goodness. But this past weekend, my bride, she, instead of doing a bouquet toss, she said a few words of thanks, uh-huh. thanked her mother and gifted her bouquet to her mother. I like that. It was really sweet. I like the gifting the bouquet to the mother or doing an anniversary dance and gifting yes. it to the couple that's been married the get longest. Get away with the garter toss altogether. We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could be like this uh, this video that's gone viral of a 106-year-old grandma passing judgment on her 38-year-old <laughs> yes. unmarried granddaughter. Check oh. out this clip I have for you. I'm 38. I've never been married. Really, mama? 38 years old. I've never been married. No children or nothing. You sure missed a lot of life. <laughs> Why do I have to get married and have kids to have a good life? You do have no good life. I do. You don't go nowhere. I do. I just got back from a trip. By yourself, no man. If you don't have a man, you ain't nothing. Really? I'm not nothing without a man, huh? I had a husband say that, huh? I still have sex. I know you do, but that's not right. That's dirty. <laughs> Sleeping around like a... <laughs> It's one person. One person. Take it like a... <laughs> there you go. You know, grandma's like, you better get married. Yeah, grandma you'll be out there catching bouquets your whole life. You a slut. That's what she said. <laughs> That's a slut. You slut. <laughs> you, you go on vacation grandma. by yourself. You ain't going with no one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sometimes I wish I could go to vacation by myself. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, and what is your favorite thing about weddings? Oh gosh. I don't know. There's not really, because it really varies from couple to couple. Yeah. But, you know, seeing, I think seeing their friends and family from all walks of life and all different like times come together and celebrate together is always really something special because the people that show up to your wedding are the people that truly love you and exactly. make that effort to be there. Exactly. Yeah. And wedding band or DJ? You don't have to say DJ. It varies depending <laughs> it varies. on the it couple. It really does it because, does. you know, for some couples, a DJ is exactly what they need. They have a variety of different genres that they love to hear. A DJ is a fail safe, though. Yes. And then there's other people who like live music is their life. And so for them, band, yeah, band is better. Band. Or both. Or if both. you can afford it, do both. If you, if you can afford it, do because both. Because a lot of bands 
don't MC, which is weird, right? It is. Like, yeah, we don't MC. We don't yeah. do that. Like, but that's what but that's you do. what we need. But yeah. that you're singing. You're up there. You can't make some announcements. We don't do that. No. Like, all right. Well, we should just hire a DJ. <laughs> you're hiring the wrong bands at that point. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I have so many other questions that we'll get to in in other episodes. Yeah. But just wanted to kick this off and let people know about you. What's your website so people? www.bebloomeventsanddesign.com uh, and on social as well and uh-huh. I'll post some stuff about her I do IQ podcast on Instagram TikTok find us we're back and guess Woo. what we're not going anywhere no we're not thanks for listening if you want to be a part of the show just hit me up thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe and expect a new exciting episode each and every week please follow us on social as well at I do IQ podcast if you have a guest recommendation or a topic you would like to hear discussed on the podcast please let us know the I do IQ podcast is recorded at the Civil Republic production studio in Bentonville Arkansas and produced by me Brock for more information about Brock entertainment visit DJ Brock thank you again and we'll see you on the next episode.